hi, welcome, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> next week. Next week. Uh, no, next it's, week. we still have a little bit. We've got two weeks. By the time this broadcasts, okay. then it'll be happy Thanksgiving. And just want to remind you, like, we live in the best country on the planet as far as opportunities and things that are available to us. So take a minute and just write down the things you're thankful for. Every day. Every day. It's just, it's, it's a mindfulness thing. So last week we had a class at our house. We had how many people came? 16, 17? Something like that. 18? Yeah. I don't know. Um, so a bunch of people at our house, and we kind of just went through our... What you can eat for Thanksgiving. Right. So some swaps for Thanksgiving. And all of these recipes that we talk about, we'll put them down in the, in the, in the description, so you'll have actual links to these recipes. Um, holidays are an interesting time because we literally just kind of kill ourselves in the name of tradition. And... Like... Okay, I had a person ask me at work last week how much weight I typically gain during the holidays. I was like, well, I don't really gain any weight during the holidays. Granted, I don't gain a lot of weight anyway. I know people will say that. True. But also, I don't find myself eating that much during the holidays. Like, I know, like, a lot of people do. And maybe it's just because I don't really think the holiday food's that great. Like, I don't have, like, this emotional tie to holiday traditional food. Maybe that's part of it. But I also just don't like to overeat. <laughs> anyway, they, they literally told me that they gain about 10, 15 pounds every holiday that's... season. And then in January, it's perfect. And this is a fit, active person. It's just funny to me. He's like, and then I just start my training up in January and it's all good. But I'm going to maybe not do that this year. That's what we were talking about. Anyway. I was like, wow, that just kind of wrecks your body, though. Like, there, there's more that goes on than weight gain. <laughs> if you're getting well, that much weight, there's other things that are happening inside of you that probably aren't that good, even if you can get the weight right back off. Right. And that will change for that individual the older he or she gets. Right. It'll be harder and harder to peel that off. Uh, the point I wanted to make, though, is that this, this whole concept of the cell danger response creating havoc within our cells that doesn't take a break just because it's Thanksgiving and Christmas. Right. Okay, just because grandma makes the best apple pie on the planet, your body, your cells are not going to take a, a break just because it's Thanksgiving. Right. So those foods are still going to stress out your cells. So here right? is, is that what you're saying? yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you're still going to stress yourself out. So here's your official holiday guide. <laughs> So let's just, let's go through some of the favorite things that people like to eat okay. over Thanksgiving. Okay. Okay. Starting with turkey. Right. Everybody likes turkey. Nothing inherently wrong with eating turkey. True. That's the easiest food when it comes to... Still eating a good... Still eat, I mean, there's tons of protein, tryptophan, good fats. Like, there's a lot of good things about turkey, as long as it's being prepared in a non... Like you're not deep fat frying it. Right. Or frying it in bad oils. Um, you really can't go wrong. Now, there's good, better, best. Right. Right. So natural grocers every year has their thing where you put your deposit in and you actually get an organic free range turkey, which you're certainly going to be better off with a turkey, with that type of turkey, because it's just turkey. Right. Versus read the ingredients to a butterball turkey. They add natural flavors. Like they add others. Why? It's a turkey. Right. 
Uh, and where the turkey came from. Right. They live what in cages. What are they fed? Because you are what you eat. Has they eaten. Has eaten. Ate. Has eaten. Has eaten. You are what you eat. Has eaten. So. <laughs> Say that. Can't go wrong there. Okay. Now, we live in Idaho, so we have to talk about potatoes. Again, good, better, best. Um, there are people, like, if you're currently in the reduction phase of our weight loss program, just pass on them. Like, they're going to drive your insulin They're starchy, up. even they're though they have some Highly nutrition. starchy. Yeah. And if they're not organic, potatoes are just like little chemical sponges just soaking up everything around them. Do you know what I read? I don't know if this is factual because I haven't, like, fact-checked myself. But I heard today that if you store your potatoes in the refrigerator... They get even more starchy. Interesting. I know there's different ways of preparing them to reduce the starches, yeah. but huh. you know, people are going to have mashed potatoes. It's and it's just, not the worst thing. It, it's not the worst thing. But it's not the best thing. Uh, when we make mashed potatoes, we don't put butter in them. But if you're going to make them and you're going to use butter, then use grass fed butter. Use grass fed butter or bubber. Or consider <laughs> using ghee. Uh, do not use margarine. Or other, just that fake, toxic, yellow butter crap that we've been lied to about, you know, causes heart disease. Bull. The fake stuff causes heart disease. Okay. The real stuff does not. So just be mindful of it when you prepare those. Uh, nothing wrong with some salt on them. Um, but there are better potato options. There are better potato options. Like sweet potatoes. So, and sweet potatoes, which we're going to talk about a sweet potato recipe here in a second. But the other thing I want to point out with... Potatoes is you're going, someone's going to make gravy. True. How easy is it to use arrowroot starch instead of flour to thicken and make gravy thick? Easy. Stupid easy, and it makes it completely fine. So instead of using flour, use arrowroot starch. Right. Or cornstarch. Arrowroot's better than cornstarch, too, because it's corn. Right. It's corn. So <laughs> to the next thing. So we asked our kids what their favorite holiday foods were. And one of them said cornbread stuffing. Well, there's nothing really we can do with cornbread. So just no. Right. <laughs> uh, stuffing. Yeah, there's some gluten-free stuffings out there. but You could use of... some better bread sources sure. with your stuffing. Sure. Like you could use almond flour bread. We can put a plug in there for Alta Vita. Yeah. If you're uh, local. Yeah, use their, use, you could use their bread very easily to make stuffing. Uh, so there, there's ways to make that easier too. So. Let's go to the recipes that we shared. Okay. Like these are actual things that we prepared at our house and served people that were on all phases of our, our program. Uh, but let's start with. And they actually like them. So yeah, they were. They were a hit. They were a big time hit. And I think it. I think it generated some relief for people because, like I said, I, I'm not super emotionally tied to holiday foods. But you are why. a unicorn. I know. Ninety nine percent of people. Are. are. You are the 1%. Right. So that, that, that's where I was going. <laughs> Most people are. And so they've been very worried. Most people are very worried about how to maintain their health, how to maintain their weight, not ruin everything that they've been working so hard for over the holidays. So I think it was a relief that there are some still good food options. You can make some swaps. There, It's not like you're going to be perfect. I mean, you're, you're swapping brown sugar for maple syrup. Is it better? Yes. It's still sweet. Right. There's still right. sugar. But I think people were relieved, too, that they thought it tasted good. Because I think it's like, sure, I can swap that out, and it's going to taste gross. And I'm not going to enjoy my Thanksgiving at all because I'm going to be having nasty dessert. 
<laughs> which is not factual right. if you use these recipes. Right. All right, so let's start with the vegan spinach and artichoke dip. I was super excited about this just because that used to be a favorite appetizer for me, like at restaurants. Yeah. I can never, and then we went to a place and they're like, they can, it's always usually gluten free because mm -hmm. they'll bring you like cucumbers or other things to dip in it, but the dip itself always had dairy in it. Right. So this one just used, I made a cashew right. sauce. So the, the recipe is actually from Pure and Simple Nourishment. The link will be below. But so to, to tell us about the cashew. Base. All you did, the reason I chose this recipe, there's lots of recipes out there, right? This one, you did not have to pre-soak the cashews. Some you have to soak them overnight. I don't have time for that. And most people don't have time for that. So this one, you just literally take cashews. Be sure you buy raw, organic cashews so you're not ruining yourself with the, the crappy oil, with the crappy yeah. oil and the nuts. And then you just blend it with lemon juice and nutritional yeast. Nutritional yeast gives things a cheesy texture um, and some other seasonings. And you literally just blend it till it's smooth. It's amazing. The nuts will become a completely smooth, creamy-like texture yeah. once the other ingredients are added into there. You, I sauteed spinach and artichoke and, and then you just mix it all together and baked it so, and it wasn't difficult we actually we did this the night before right and we baked it the day of our class right it but, was super easy and so for dipping we used cucumbers which are not my favorite they're so good they are my favorite <laughs> uh, and then we used siete chips right so they are cassava flour based chips they're not cooked in bad oil uh that's what we used for our Spinach artichoke dip and people went nuts. Right. Like and it, it was good. It was good. It'd be a great appetizer. And there's a few other dips like that. We didn't do them, but like there's a similar buffalo chicken one that uses a non-dairy, right. you know, that right. makes things creamy. So, there. I mean, I don't think anyone, if you brought that to a function, no one would be like, that's not real cream in there. Like... The flavors were awesome. Your, your dad would. <laughs> but he's suspicious of everything that we make. So, <laughs> okay. So, uh, that was an that's awesome the appetizer. vegan. It was awesome. Next one is Unbound Wellness's Apple Cranberry Sauce. Now, Kim is not a cranberry sauce fan. She doesn't like things like jams and jellies. Uh, so, I'll let you have the uh, the cucumbers because this one was mine. Yeah. Um it was super easy to make. It's it auto, smelled young. It, auto, it's part of the autoimmune protocol. Like it was awesome. Uh, and it's what was shocking to me is looking at this recipe from Unbound Wellness and then comparing that to the the bag of cranberries, the recipe on right. the bag of cranberries. So the recipe on the bag of cranberries was one cup of water, one cup of sugar, and the okay. cranberries. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be sweeter. It's going to fire off those dopamine receptors in your brain, and it's, but it's going to create all this inflammation. Okay, so versus this cranberry sauce, which the ingredients are literally, hang on, it's here somewhere. <laughs> Three cups of cranberries, one Granny Smith apple that was uh, peeled and you diced. You like peeled and diced. Yeah, a third a cup of maple syrup, so that's where the sweetness came from, and then... Um, Half a teaspoon of cinnamon and a, and a teaspoon of fresh orange zest, which I think that's where the, the smell came from, was that orange zest. And it was a little more bitter than the traditional 
Well, because cranberries are tart, right? right? And so you don't have a cup of sugar to counter that. But I mean, true. It tastes like cranberries. So cranberries are tart. In that sense, I, I thought the flavor was good. Right. The texture gets to me because I don't like that type of texture, but like the taste was good. And what people were saying was they could taste all the flavors, right? Yeah. You can taste all the flavors when things aren't just covered with up with a sugar taste. So instead of just tasting sweet, you could taste the orange and you could taste the apple in there and the cranberry. I think that's cool. <laughs> it kind of this I'm getting vibes from when I was a kid of having cranberry sauce that came out of the can. So it still had like the shape of the can, but it was on a fancy dish. Ooh. This is not that. Yeah. Uh, so we, what we did with this is we put this on Alta Vita's uh, roll, which was a almond flour based roll that was sweetened with monk fruit. Um, and we had a choice of vegan butter or grass fed butter with a little cranberry sauce. And that's great. Uh, way better than any can canned or follow the <laughs> directions on the bag. So that was yeah. our um, that was our cranberry sauce. Again, that's for Unbound Wellness. The link to that will be in the description. And we can talk a little bit too, just because I know a lot of people have questions about, well, maple syrup is still sugar, which it is, but it's a lot, it, it is not as, does not have as much sugar content right. as straight right. sugar. It is lower on the glycemic index, even if only by, you know, 10 points, still 10 points. Um, but there is some nutritional value in maple syrup too. Same with honey, right? There are antioxidants in right. those foods. There are some macro micronutrients that regular sugar that's so refined and so processed does not have. Right. So yes, it's sweet, but it's not going to have the same impact on your body. It, people will make the argument. Well, they may not comment on these videos because it seems like we get the <clears throat> people who think they're smart that aren't the people that comment <laughs> on these. Uh, but the people will make the argument that fructose is actually not very good for you. Yeah, there's some stuff behind that. There's some stuff that it's that it, there is some inflammatory pathways. It's a heck of a lot better than refined sugar. Right. And that's what I'm saying. It has lower, I think maple syrup is 64% or sugar has 64% more sugar and fructose than these. So right. it's right. still lower. Correct. So the next one was your baby. Um, these are the pumpkin bars, the paleo pumpkin bars from Ambitious Kitchen. So they're like pumpkin pie in a bar form. Which um, we had made how many days before? I know. It actually made them a couple of days before because they have to It said best is refrigerated overnight, right. but we actually did it for two nights. So I was a little bit worried that maybe they wouldn't be that good, but they were awesome. But, and they have an almond flour crust. So you're making a crust that, but it kind of almost is like sugar cookery, sugar cookie-like. Mm -hmm. As far as texture, I feel like, but it's thinner than that. Uh, but it cooks up nice and fluffy. Uh, it's just almond flour. Had almond flour as the main, along with like a teeny bit of coconut flour, some egg, and a little bit of maple syrup, actually. Baked crust. And then you have your basic, I buy organic pumpkin in the can, mixed it with a few other things. and So this, is, th this was a very, very good... Alternative, alternative to pumpkin to pie. Pumpkin pie. Like yeah. people were raving about how good these. Like, it tastes just like pumpkin pie. So what we figured out with this particular batch, though, is like the 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 recipe calls to use uh, parchment paper. Right. But next time we make it, we're going to skip the parchment paper, put it right in the. We could yeah. probably even do it in cast iron. I think my 
can't wait pants to be better because they're, oh. they're they're more safe. But it was just because it was hard. the The dough was hard to spread. Yeah, yeah. And my paper kept going, and it was hard. It took me like an hour. No, not really, but it took a long time. Versus if you could just put it in your pan. But regardless, prepare it however you want. The taste is awesome. Right. Right. Um, I, I, so you can still have your traditional pumpkin. Right. Maybe, can you whip cream, coconut cream? Can you turn that into a whipped cream? Probably. Never thought of that. Anyway. Okay, so next thing we had was, man, these people really want you to join their... Your paleo pumpkin muffins, didn't you shoot those from the hip? No. Uh, so this is the recipe, this gluten-free palate? Yeah. yeah. Again, those were awesome. Tell us about those. Just... A muffin mix. The thing I loved about it was, not a muffin mix, a recipe. I literally stirred it all together in one bowl. I didn't need a mixer, anything. It came together super easy. And I dumped it into mini muffin pans because we had a lot of people. And we just they were just having bites. They were just sampling things. So we weren't having like a whole feast. Um, and yeah, they were delicious. And then I used dairy-free mini chocolate chips um, from Enjoy Life's. And everybody loved them. But that that blogger, she has a lot of great muffins that I use a lot. So I was convinced. That's the key, right? When you're searching these out and you're looking for paleo recipes, Whole30 recipes, find the food bloggers that you just know right. you like their recipes. Everyone has great recipes, but everyone kind of has things they like, the taste of or the way they come together. And I like her muffins. I've used other muffin okay. recipes of hers before. So Okay. We're also going to include a link to these um these garlic balsamic roasted Brussels sprouts with bacon. Um, we did not make this. We do plan on making this for our actually actual family event. We eat Brussels sprouts all the time. Uh, but what this reminds me of is that awful green bean casserole everybody has <laughs> with like mushroom soup and green. Can we just stop that, please? Like, I know. I saw a recipe for a fresh one that actually looked intriguing if you liked mushrooms. I don't. But they were making it from scratch, and it was kind of cool. So if you are a person that needs your green bean casserole, try to search for one. Because they use, like, fresh green beans. They were sautéing mushrooms in a pan. Mm. They made their own, like, coconut-based uh, gravy-type thing or whatever, and then put that over the beans. Yeah. And I thought, okay, that would be better. We don't like that, so Brussels sprouts is where we're at. Yeah, I was going to say, or you can make something like this Brussels sprout recipe. Yeah. Uh, again, we haven't tried this one, but we we love Paleo Running Mama. Um, her stuff is awesome, uh, so we will be using this one on the actual on game day. Yeah. Um, we just run out of time to cook everything for the party. You could just do, and we've done this before, where you just take fresh green beans, throw in some sugar-free bacon, and roast it with some salt, like. Actually, those I think I sauteed this. Or did we uh, bake did we? I can't remember. Yeah, maybe. You can do it. Uh, I've done it in the past where I'd like start the bacon by sauteing it and then throw the beans in and just transfer the whole thing into to the oven. Because you can do that with cast iron. Right. In case so. you haven't noticed, guys, <laughs> Brady loves his cast iron. And Kim loves her caraway, so it's always like this. Who? What pan are we going to use? <laughs> All five of my cast irons cost less than... Never mind. <laughs> so, Mine is uh, cuter. Mine don't get your are, hands yucky on the outside. They are cute. I will give you that. The next thing was this Whole30 roasted sweet potatoes. This is sweet. This was awesome. We've made this twice now. Uh, this is from Whole Food for Seven. Um, again, the link will be in the... Um, oh, I'm sorry. These are the... That's right. Oh, so these are the ones you did in, in the, the air, air fryer. fryer. Yeah. 
I was thinking this was the one. Okay. Yeah, take, take this it away. is air fryer. Just peeled and diced up sweet potatoes into bite-sized chunks. You had a you mixed oil, you know, like extra virgin olive oil with different seasonings. So it was like, you know, garlic and basil. Anyway, a bunch of seasonings. Coated the sweet potatoes, stirred it all up, dumped them in the air fryer. The only thing I noticed was, at least in our air fryer, I didn't have to cook them as long as the directions said. But I make sweet potatoes in the air fryer all the time, so I just knew. So I go like 10 minutes, shake it around, a couple minutes more, they were done. I love it because they're like crispy on the outside, but like soft and chewy on the inside. And to me, I would take that over mashed potatoes any day. But that's me. I'm, I'm the strange one. Oh, they were good. And you could also leave, cut them long and make sweet potato fries. Right. Teenagers would be more apt to. But it's really like time consuming to cut sweet potato fries. So dice them up. Boom. <laughs> okay, Maybe cool. Uh, the last one is what I was thinking from Life Made Sweeter. This was the uh, slow cooker sweet potato casserole. It was, yeah. It's also awesome. So. Uh, this one is sweetened with with maple maple syrup, and when you, it comes to the actual like pecan crust or pecan, if you're from the south, uh, hey, this is a staple in the south to have <laughs> sweet potato souffle with pecans on top. So with the with the pecans, uh, you can add or take away maple syrup based on how sweet you want them. Um, we cooked the which it was funny. I diced the sweet potatoes, and then I looked at the picture on the recipe, and they actually just sliced them. Would have oh. saved a ton of time. You throw them in the slow cooker by themselves, cook them on high for a couple hours. So what I did is I did that the night before. And then, oh, I'm sorry, the morning of. And then I threw them in the fridge until later. And then heated it, heat it all back up again, mixed all the ingredients together, threw the crust on, and let it cook for another hour. And They're way good. The, the hard pass on the brown sugar. Right. Like people that are, you know, if you're making that with brown sugar, yeah, they're good, but. It's, but it's like dessert. Yeah. I mean, this was still sweet, but at least I didn't feel like I was eating my dessert. Because, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't want too much sweet person. So. They were sweet, but not like overly done. Okay, so. Those... And we forgot, you did your bacon wrap Oh, yeah. Dates. There's really no recipe for those. I, I know. I linked one for everybody just in case um, they wondered. But you just buy dates, wrap bacon around it, toothpick it. I don't even toothpick it. Oh. But watch your bacon. This is the lesson we so learned, right? So we've been buying, for convenience, Oscar Mayer's natural bacon. Then I read the ingredients. Right, because it, their natural bacon at least ha- it doesn't have any nitrates, no MSG, no chemicals, blah, blah, blah. Except for? Sugar. Sugar. And yes, it's only like one gram for two pieces of bacon, but still it's in there. Right. Um, so we ended up buying Peterson Farms brand for the class. Uh, you just literally take a date. I took the seed out. I wrapped it. Pit. This hard thing in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I wrapped it in the bacon, put it on my cast iron, cooked it at 400 I didn't. I don't pay. I don't ever pay attention to time on those. Well, I think it just varies. It's like depends on how thick your bacon is. Yeah. Depends on how thick your date is. So, the bacon gets slightly crispy. Take it out. Right. So that's just another great appetizer. Appetizer for you. Crowd pleaser. Uh, the crowd pleaser. We call it the crowd pleaser because Kim's dad devours okay. them, <laughs> and he's hard to please. So we call it the crowd pleaser. <laughs> okay. So those are your swaps. So you can literally make an entire. Thanksgiving dinner out of what we just shared with you. Um, lastly, is inside of our full script, I've created 
the uh, the holiday. I don't, I don't survival kit. The hard holiday survival pack. Oh, pack. Okay. Hey, so these when you use these, this is not an excuse to eat whatever you want. You don't get a kitchen pass just because you take these. <laughs> Uh, but what we, what I put in here is I'm going to start with the digestive enzyme. Uh, this is called Digestzyme. And you just take a capsule of this before you eat, and it will actually give your body like 24 different digestive enzymes versus the stuff off the shelf is like four. And your own body struggles to produce Right. Things. So if you want to decrease that after bloated... <laughs> and you want to actually absorb some of the nutrients from this food, digestzyme. That's why digestzyme is in there. The next one is what's what called HCLzyme, which actually helps support your stomach acid. What people don't realize is that most people have stomach acid issues because they have too little stomach acid. And that turkey just sits in their gut, doesn't get enough stomach acid to break it down. It putrefies. The stuff coming back up is actually lactic acid. So if we want to avoid that, you can use this HCLzyme to help break that down. Lastly is glutazyme. Hey, this one's huge. There is an enzyme called DPP4. That enzyme is responsible for breaking down gluten and gliadin. And this gives you a bolus of that enzyme so that you can break down any cross-contamination that you've had. Um, there's actually well, like some... if it's the families, you may not know what's in right. everybody's food, right? So taking this ahead of time and actually taking a bolus of this ahead of time so it's in your system can be very, very helpful. Uh, there's fascinating studies about DPP-4 and people that are low in DPP-4 have a higher tendency of things like Alzheimer's, MS, and all these other neurodegenerative disorders because they're low in this particular enzyme. Interesting. So you could actually take this like prophylactically for better brain health, or you can take it as a digestive, digestive support. So that's what's in the pack. We'll leave it a link to that. Awesome. So... Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you've gotten value out of our longer than normal podcast right. today. <laughs> Go back and listen again because chances are the week of Thanksgiving, we're not going to actually post. We're going to take that week off. So until after that. That's right. See you later. Thank you. And we'll see you next time.